Hey guys, welcome to the Tech Points Africa podcast. My name is Muiwa. And my name is Stage. So, literally, and the man will uh, a bit under the weather. They come with the podcast recording today. We wish them well. If you are listening and you know them personally, reach out to them and uh, tell them to get also. Of course, we are recording this remotely from different parts of Lagos, Nigeria. And if there's any noise here in the background, <laughs> that's the noise of Lagos, Nigeria. <laughs> the generator, power generators. Because there is hardly any power most of the time. So you're hearing like a symphony of generators. And I don't know if there's noise in your own side. Everything. Please bear with us, yeah. <laughs> Please bear with us. It's probably like music noise and all that from the streets. But yeah, oh. we're good. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Yeah, so interesting stuff going on around startups and technology in Africa. But let's start on the light, lighter note. Uh, yes. Heartbreak was trending on Twitter yesterday. <laughs> uh, Nigeria Twitter. <laughs> yes. People were sharing their breakup stories. Relationship breakup stories. <laughs> yeah. uh, they had hard I was there okay. to jump on the trend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, not, not, not relationship breakup. Sorry, relationship heartbreak stories. Yeah, we decided to jump on the trend because we wanted. Okay, mm-hmm. if people have relationship heartbreak stories, then startup founders should also have investor heartbreak stories. And people share a lot of. It was so funny. So many things that people share. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Oyeka Akuma, found Crowdy CEO. And the co-founder said, uh, someone when they pitched, so once one of them said, our idea was terrible. Assembled his younger brothers and launched the same idea six months later with our pitch deck and six IM in hand. You can imagine. <laughs> and it's not just him. A lot of people had, IM in hand. Yeah. A lot, a lot of other people had that same experience. Yeah. Where they say, oh, your idea is trash or your idea is good. And then they take your pitch deck <laughs> and go and start another company. And then, of course, there are stories about valuation too. Someone said, Valuation tree, yeah. Even yeah, the like CTO and co founder, Ezra. Ezra. Yeah, he said, Why do they, they had the same? Yeah, yes, why they were raising the seed fund for Pist? Why they were raising the seed down for Pista? What they were told by an mm-hmm. investor was at best, you are worth one tenth of your asking valuation. We're ready, yeah, we're ready to write you a fifty thousand dollar check if you concede. They didn't concede, and the good news, we all know the good news, they are now valued at over 200 yeah. million dollars. So, who's of like. Some of the stories are sad. Did you say anyone that you liked? <laughs> you found funny. Well, there was one that um, Wally shared over the, like over our, um, uh, our chat. Yeah, what's up? So it was about okay. This guy was offered two million naira for fifty percent stake. Two million naira. <laughs> his business, right? Not even dollars. Naira. Two million naira. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. Then the the investor was like. You have to step down as CEO for his own son. <laughs> On top of two million naira, my goodness, how much is two million naira? That's like less than fifty percent. That's just crazy. For fifty percent, oh my goodness! It should be like crazy four thousand dollars. Crazy stuff. And we have found no, that from Kenya and uh, Ghana also sharing their stories. So very interesting and funny stories. We still people are still discussing it. On you can go to our Twitter handle, TechPointZOTNG, and share your stories with them, or, yeah. or reply uh, email us. Later, we we'll put links to the tweets <laughs> and the trade and everything yes. in the description. Let's move on to serious things. Okay, so uh, in fairness to local investors, uh, I mean, yes, there are a lot of stories of bad stories about local investors, and investors also have bad stories about startup founders. But the truth is, you know, building a startup in Africa is just hard. But in fairness to local investors, some of them are kind of doing, uh, putting their money where their mouth is, I guess. 
I guess yeah, you wrote a story about that, uh, the future Africa formed by an uh, ex Andela Flutter with Kutanda in Yabuidu. What's that about? So, f- yeah, future, uh, future Africa. Yeah, um, so, they call themselves a platform that provides capital, coaching, and community service for African um, startups and founders, right? Yeah. So, um, it was founded, founded by Yolua Aboyeji, the co founder of Flutterwave and Andela, yeah. right? So he doesn't, he's, he's not actively yeah. running any of them. Now he's um, focused on future Africa. So, I mean, when he was at Flutterwave and Andela, he actively invested in some startups, right? Mm-hmm. Independently and um, with some other people. But they, be, like, it wasn't until January this year that they, you know, made it a firm, uh, like a VC firm to actively invest in startups through the firm, not just their personal um, checks. Mm-hmm. So he did it with... Um, Andela um, co-founder too, and Andela co-founder Nadia Nekesi, who is also a co-founder of Eden, Eden Life, Life yeah. Yeah. A concierge yeah service in Nigeria. So since um so back in in January right when they first launched, so on their portfolio on on their website we saw that they had like fourteen startups there, and that was before like the pandemic you know struck. Yeah. The pandemic struck. Like the initial goal was for them to invest a million dollars throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Fifty thousand, you know, fifty thousand dollars in twenty startups. So the pandemic struck, and since they could not actively raise some other VCs because that was their model initially, so they had to look for other ways to um, raise money. So they launched the Future Africa Collective and Future Africa Rolling Fund. So the Future Africa Collective, in a nutshell, is get um, investors from all over the world, right, mm-hmm. and get them to pay subscription fees. And with a subscription fee of one thousand dollars for individual investors like me, yeah, for a year, mm-hmm. and for institutional investors like VC firms, established ones, they get to pay ten thousand dollars. So, the, so the, this gives them the as, subscription access. fee. Does it is it part of what they invest in, or is just a subscription fee? That's no. it is. Is aside the money yeah, they invest. Just subscription fee. Okay. Yes. And so the minimum, they get access to twenty startups. Okay. Go. On. Okay. Yeah. So when. When you get access to like so for the subscription fee, you get access to twenty startups uh-huh. that you can invest in a year, right? Yeah. So when you're interested in investing, you now bring the minimum check you can bring is five thousand dollars per okay. individual investor. Okay. Yes. So um you give okay. it to like it's to the syndicates that are in charge of you know these funds. The yeah. syndicates are the partner and um, private VC firms that Future Africa is using. Mm-hmm. So they invest on behalf of this um individual investors and institutional yeah. investors that paid for these subscription services, mm-hmm. right? So, and they, when... They, they match, they're supposed to match the amount, oh, like 20% of the amount. I think, I think I remember you... Yes, yes, that. exactly. So, they'll bring yes, at least 20% of themselves, yeah. the amount... At least 20%. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. for example, if a startup is raising so, a million dollars, Future Africa has to bring 20%, not less than that of, you know, okay. that, um, so less, 20% of that is 200k. Okay. So other investors will bring the 800k. Okay. So that's, I mean, that's how they decide to uh, bring more funds on the table to invest in more startups. So they have 125 investors on that, you know, Future Africa collective fund. Okay. And they also have the Future Africa um, rolling fund, yeah, venture rolling fund. This one, you know, like... You just bring ten thousand dollars for a year, right? Mm-hmm. And for per quarter, right? Ten yes. ten thousand dollars per quarter. So mm-hmm. in a year, that's forty k. 
So this yeah. 40k, they just help you to invest in different startups um, across Africa. So, okay. so I mean, I'll, I don't I'll, know. None of I'll, these investors are, are investments have matured yet. So we don't know how they will be in the future. But from what we gathered, mm-hmm. um, for this, the Future Africa Collective, any uh, returns that these investors make, they will have to pay Future Africa 20% of that return, regardless of you know any amount they make. Okay. 20% of the profits. Yeah. That's so, Alex, so far, have they been been active? Yes, okay, yeah. So, um, which so they've raised over 500k from the rolling fund venture and one million across the three, um, you know, schemes their normal fund, the rolling fund, and the um, collective. So, they use this money to invest in nine startups in just the third quarter of this year. So, so they've been quiet since January, but they just finally invested in the third quarter. Is what you're saying. Yes. So, so in that January, they just you know made everything official. Oh, you know okay. that um, okay, we are we are here and all that. So from from that time to until um, July, there was no like really active investments. I think their first one was Tamboa Health, a Kenyan-based startup. So just th- that third quarter, July, August, September, they invested in mm. nine startups, right? Yeah. And you know. What, what, one million across these guys. What I find interesting is they are helping local investors who, I mean, the general perception is that local investors don't have a high risk appetite. So they usually come in with yes. small checks requesting for so much. Mm-hmm. But what they are doing now is they are helping local investors gather and saying, okay, bring a minimum of $5,000. We'll join, we'll pull all your resources together and then invest a, a valuable amount. I think $25,000 to $100,000 in each startup, right? So we yes. invest that on the app. 25k to 250k. Okay. Uh-huh. So, yeah. We invest that on the average round for like a startup. And they, yeah. can have, they can have like small, small pieces of the pie. Okay, that's interesting. I mean, it's good to it's see that. So we should always, when we see local investors also like uh, playing their part too, because it's not it's a very, it's not easy to be honest in this in Africa. We should also, we should also uh, uh, talk about that. So that, that's cool stuff. Let's move on to another interesting news. Uh, if you were. If you paid attention on Twitter on Monday, um, Adewale's mm-hmm. Yusuf, CEO and founder of TechPoint Africa, talked about stepping down as um, the publisher of TechPoint Africa. Um, that was on Monday. Yes. And then on Wednesday, he announced his next move. Uh, uh, he interviewed him about that. Tell us, tell our listeners about it. Yeah, so um, Adewale Yusuf, like you said, is our you know, CEO and co-founder. So he stepped down, like you said, on Monday, and uh, before that, there was this, you know, conference that um, Berlin conference meetup that yeah. we organized back in 2018, mm-hmm. right? Where and the TechPoint team went to um, Berlin to meet up with developers and um, to, with African developers there, right, in the diaspora. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there they decided to, you know, actively build talent on the continent, but not. And progress was not being made, but yeah. while he thought, I mean, he had to do something about it, you know, personally, even if nobody was going to do it collectively. So he, you know, decided to launch another project, you know, that focuses on hiring, developing, and managing talent, African talent for global companies. So that's the tag- tagline for the new um, project starting. Which that is sounds like talent QL. For talent, talent yes, QL. exactly. Yeah. QL, yeah. So I mean, the QL I think is quiet location or something. So yeah, talent quiet um, location. The first talent, yeah, quiet location. So mm-hmm. it's in reference to uh, where the first campus of you know the company will be in Ilefe, Ocean State, 
So, what are the mm. Wally and his co-founders? Yeah, his co-founders are um, Awoyemi, um, the co-founder of Jobberman and Sultan Akintunde, co-founder um, founder of Dev Career. So, like, yeah. okay, Jobberman, like we most of us know, is like Africa's largest online recruitment you know platform. So, Awoyemi yeah. has you know expertise in this like um, recruitment process, and Sultan, on the other hand, has you know expertise in the developer recruitment platform you know via dev careers dev careers yes. so it's i mean like with their knowledge in the field and everything if shows that okay these guys know what they're doing at least for now they don't know what the future holds for them but because um like you said it's like an andela but they, them they're trying to set themselves apart in the sense that okay so there's something they call the talent pipeline where yeah. like andela now uh, okay before andela switched their model what they did was to train um junior developers that put them on a salary, right? Mm-hmm. Depending, um, even if they didn't get any work, <coughs> but they were on a salary. But what um, Talent QL is trying to do is, okay, they will liaise with companies and tell them that they will get them developers, right? But these companies will have to pay these developers, not Talent QL paying them. Mm-hmm. I, I only, f- yeah. So yeah, they're a six-month program yeah. with this company. Mm-hmm. Yes. So if... The company wants to retain those developers fine but the money is not coming from talent cure what talent cure is saying that these uh, developers are in your pipeline so should any senior developer leave in your company or even junior developer you can just you know pick one of these guys and replace them with instead of looking to hire outside of you know pasting for um, yeah so there's there so so there there some problem for both um foreign and local um, tech companies that need or any companies yes. that need uh, talent yeah talent yes exactly so it's 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 been pressed i mean interesting to see how they do going forward because i mean there are like lots of uh, people in this space but i think the only thing that differentiates them is the talent pipeline stuff and the fact that they are not in lagos so that lagos thing is a big factor to them so they want to train developers you know manage the ones outside lagos first of all in ilife right adwali said something about you know um, this opportunity, um, this talent, they moved to Lagos because of Lagos had the opportunities. But now, seeing that okay, Ife might have these similar opportunities, they will stay there. So it's, I mean, it's an interesting project from the, the way I see it for now. So kudos to, I'm um, good luck to him and um, his co-founders on this project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good luck to them. I, I really, I like the idea, the idea behind the Ife. I mean, this not as or not, not as much hustle and bustle as Lagos. So the camera life, mm-hmm. uh, there's good power, electricity compared to Lagos. There's no traffic. Cost of living is lower, so you have more a higher purchasing power. And it will be interesting to see over the years what this will do, whether it will attract more talent towards the area. Of course, of course, the, the decision mm-hmm. to set it up in Lagos is also has to do with the school in the university, university, yes. and all the universities all around the Ife. So many investors. So interesting stuff. I will look forward to more, more stuff coming out. Yeah, let's go to another interview. All we have to do is good news. Just good news. Okay, apart from the hard news. <laughs> uh, Kuda Bank, yeah. the digital bank, raised $10 million yeah. in seed investment. Seed. seed. $10 million in seed. That has to be like one of the largest seeds in the largest in Africa for a seed round. Yeah. I mean, in comparison to Paystack Series A of $8 million, we see that... <laughs> This exactly. is very impressive. Exactly. How do you yeah. do it? I don't, I'm wondering, like, okay, first of all, what do you do? I know they're a digital bank. 
Yes, so there is this popular term being used to address digital banks. They call them mobile challenger banks, right? Yes. So uh, mobile challenger banks are like, you know, smaller digital banks that compete with already established banks without uh-huh. having a physical location. Uh-huh. So they do almost everything that normal banks would do, but they don't just have any physical presence. Like you can't just go there and, you know, lay complaint and everything and do things that you normally do in normal uh, physical bank. Yeah. Every process they have is online. So you order for your cards online, you make payments online. So everything is completely online, right? Mm-hmm. So Kura Bank started as Kodi Money in 2016. Yeah. And uh, when they started, uh, it wasn't until last year that they made like significant headway because they got um banking license from the central bank to operate. So after like in June when they got the uh, license, I think in September they now closed their proceed from uh, round 1.6 million dollars, which in my opinion is the biggest biggest proceed round in Nigeria. Because if you compare it to what Okra raised earlier this year, it's a one million dollars, which um uh, these guys added 600k on top, so 1.6 million dollars. I think it's the biggest proceed round in Nigeria. So, I mean, after the um, proceed round, they partnered with um, some banks, right, um, to offer um, digital cards to their users. So the users mm-hmm. will um, go to oh. those banks, to their ATMs, and withdraw money. So um, GT Bank, Access Banks, any banks, all these banks are in Nigeria. So. They do everything that normal um, offline uh, normal banks would do. So they have about 300 yeah. custom 300,000 customers and they're processing about 500 million dollars, you know, per month, worth of transactions per month. That's huge. So That's huge. that they want to expand outside Nigeria. Yeah. There is another fund, 10 million dollars, one of the largest in Africa. I mean, for accounting the 40 million that. Forty million dollars that Palm Pay. Yeah, so so people are so people are arguing that Palm Pay is actually the largest seed round, but I don't know if you, if you call that a seed round because at the time they launched, <laughs> they launched <laughs> with office space and stuff. I don't know if you call it a yeah. seed round. That, that's debatable. That's debatable. Very debatable. Uh, I, I will I will join the party that that says Kuda Bank is the largest seed round actually. Because I, I did I really don't yeah. know if I could call Kuda and um, Palm Pay is forty million dollars a seed round. I really it's don't. That know. Top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm very good. But that's that's good stuff. I mean, so I mean, it's interesting that other investors that invested in other mobile challenger banks across um, Brazil, UK, and US also invested in Kuda because I mean, you probably see the potential for them to become big. Maybe in the future, we might see these um, other challenger banks, for example, New Bank, Revolut, Chim, or Chime. Yeah, you know, oh. coming to expand and acquiring them like Stripe did pay stack. So yeah. it's another win for the um, fintech space in Nigeria. I'll say that. I mean, the fintech space is fought right now. Acquisitions, yeah. um, record-breaking, uh, funding rounds. Yeah, rounds. The values of the startup ecosystem in Africa right now. And uh, of course, we now have, beyond fintech startups, we now have the ones that offer the APIs. Like Mono and Okra. Yes, the API. So that, that's yeah. the next thing now that is going on. I, I already did a story about that. We'll, we'll put a link to that also in the next segment. Yeah, yes. it's good news. I mean, this is, this is just a reminder that the Nigerian youth are not lazy. The African youth are not lazy. Okay. And with the right environment, innovation, and all that. Oh, try. So congrats to Kuda Bank, the co founder of uh, Babs, 
Ogude and Mustafa. Musti. Musti. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations to them. That was great news. And who do we beat this? Guys, don't forget, uh, we also have, we still have the West African Start of Decade Report. With mm-hmm. lots of insights. For example, we mentioned talent skill moving to Ife because of the, the talent around there. Yeah. Apparently, oh, yeah. most of mm-hmm. most of the West African startups that raised above $1 million cumulatively in in the last 10 years. About 13 or about 20, 20% of it. Yes. A large number of them, yeah, a large number of them got their first degree at the Obafemi Aulo University in And lots of interesting insights to uh, the low rate of female founders, those 10%. Mm-hmm. All the interesting insights you can get them on the West African Startup Report. We'll put a link in the episode notes for that. Um, Emmanuel is not yet to tell them where they can get the podcast, but where it is, can you take a shot at that? Okay, um, so you can get your podcast anywhere you get your podcast Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. And you can also go to podcast.techpoint.africa if you don't like the apps, all those apps that are You can also get them, they search with keywords. Don't go to SoundCloud. Don't forget, we'll put. Yeah, don't go to SoundCloud. Uh, we'll stop uploading there. Don't go to SoundCloud. Yeah. Of course, we still have our sister podcast, Beauty in Africa. Beauty in Africa. And yes. we release episodes bi weekly. The new episode will be coming out on Monday, so watch out for that. Also, subscribe to Beat in Africa. And don't forget to share and subscribe this podcast and Beat in Africa to all your friends, all your family. And we'd like to see, we'd like to read your founder had had, had big stories at the house of local investors. Oh, investor, if you're an investor, yes. We'll put the link to share your first day. <laughs> yeah. All right. Any last words, Heritage? Yeah. I mean, if you know Nifemi and Emmanuel personally, you can send them gifts and <laughs> well wishes. Yeah. Yeah. So. That and yeah, stay we'll safe. Everyone. Hopefully, we'll be back fully next week. All right. So, take care, guys, and thanks for listening. Bye.